Good morning, good evening, good afternoon to you, all of you, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between. Welcome to another chapter in our little book of sports tales. I'm your curator, only known as Jack. Welcome back. A little house cleaning, as always, before we get into it. Uh, follow me on TikTok, Jackie Boy Sports, Twitter, at jjester615. You like the show, you hate the show, you like me, you hate me, you want to give me topic suggestions, whatever you want to do, email me, oldjackieboy1021 at gmail.com. Rate the show if you have the ability. Tell your friends about the show. Let's grow this show, ladies and gentlemen. Let's make it bigger. Let's allow me to get better equipment. (laughs) Excuse me for that. But... Happy to have all of you listening. Let's get right into, without further ado, why the hell was Malcolm Butler benched in Super Bowl 52? So Super Bowl 52, the Patriots dynasty was being tested yet again. Well, they're like second dynasty because they had a gap between, I think, the Giants Super Bowl and the Falcons Super Bowl. Or not the Falcons, the Seahawks Super Bowl. So we'll say like their second or third dynasty. (coughs) But it's being tested again. This time by the challenger. This time the challenger was one on a bit of a shocking run. One whose QB playing at MVP levels had gone down with just a few weeks left. Luckily for the Eagles, their savior came in the form of one Big Dick Nick Foles. Our story, however, does not revolve around that. Our story revolves around a shot while the national anthem was being sung. One cornerback for the Patriots, Malcolm Butler, seeming to be in tears on the sideline. Why? Well, we sort of got our answer when he didn't... Well, we sort of got our answer when he didn't play a single snap outside of a play of special teams here and there. Why was he benched? Let's get into it. Uh, And for reference, he was their starting corner, their number one corner. He was the savior in Super Bowl Forty (laughs) Nine. Well, you got to put savior in quotes because the real savior was the Seattle Seahawks play calling. They run Marshawn Lynch, just like if Steve McNair ran the ball against the Rams back in 99, it was over. Now Bill, Bill and Check gave the reason of just coach's decision. What exactly does he mean by, by that? Well, that wouldn't come out until 2021. Uh, until I reveal that, let's get into some of the spicy theories people were coming up with. Uh, number one, force Nick Foles to beat us. Now, this one kind of makes some sense. If you didn't know, Bill Belichick was the DC in New York when Parcells was at the reins. You know, uh, I think his name was Chuck Berry. Uh, some guy named LT, Lawrence Taylor, may have heard of him. Uh, which means he was the DC in the Buffalo Super Bowl where Buffalo missed that field goal to win the game. Uh, Why is this relevant? Well, in that game, Belichick told his defense to let Thurman Thomas run. Yeah, 
He schemed to have one of the greatest running backs of all time to cook. Sounds crazy. Until you hear the reason. See, that Bills team had a phenomenal air attack. Jim Kelly was the quarterback. Our receivers, Andre Reid, who should be in the Hall of Fame, James Lofton, and Thurman Thomas coming out of the backfield was no slouch in the air. And Belichick knew that the Giants could not keep up with that air attack. So he let Thurman Thomas run. So the Bills wouldn't put the ball in the air as much and just give it to Thurman. And, well, you know what happened as a result of that scheme. So according to this theory, Belichick benched Malcolm in order for the Eagles to get away from LeGarrette Blunt and Jay Ajayi, two running backs that were tearing it up that year, especially Jay Ajayi when he got traded from the Dolphins to the Eagles. And LGB was always an underrated back in my opinion. If I was building a Madden team, I know this has no weight in real life, but every time I was building a Madden team and he was in the game, I was picking him. Dude was a power back phenom. Uh, But to get away from LGP and JJ and force Nick Bowles to try to, you know, see that the DB core was a bit weaker and throw more. Interesting theory. Could be the right one, but it's not. And the big problem is, ah, you know, ah, like that would just like to win in this game and to score quicker is to throw the ball. You can let dude run. I mean, evidence to the Titans this year. Even when Derek was running all over teams, we couldn't throw the ball and we were losing <laughs> every single game. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you can let... What? Yeah, you can, like, let... I confused myself. I'm so dumb. You can let dude run all over you and still win the game. But you cannot let a team throw all over you and win the game. And that just... From Bill Belichick, knowing what era he is in... Because maybe in, like, the 50s and 60s that would work. That probably worked in the 50s and 60s. But now, even then, I mean, throwing the ball, you score so quickly. And if Nick Foles throws for 500 yards, he wins the game. You know what I mean? Unless Brady matches, in which Brady did match and they lost the game. So maybe I'm just a moron. (laughs) Let's get into the second theory. Eric Rowe was the better matchup. Now, this theory comes from one... Bill Simmons, and it's pretty dumb, pretty weird, for the sole reason is that he got so angry talking about this. Uh, Bill Simmons believes that Eric Rowe was a better matchup to Alshon Jeffrey because Eric Rowe was bigger than Malcolm Butler. So Belichick told Malcolm right before the game that Eric would get the start and not him. Then Mr. Simmons goes on with... Then Malcolm Butler took it like a baby and threw a fit, which made Belichick just outright bench him. My problem. First, dude was so thirsty to disrespect Malcolm for some reason. Like, oh, he threw a fit, and he's a big baby, and he threw a temper tantrum. It's like, no, no, he didn't. You just saw him crying on the sideline. Chill out. Um, Second, starting Eric Rowe is the dumbest thing Belichick could do. <laughs> and even if it wasn't 
and the plan was to start him, why would he do that right before the game and not, you know, when you're planning for the Super Bowl? This theory falls apart in the first sentence because he thinks that not only was Eric Rowe a better matchup, he thinks that Bill Belichick didn't tell Malcolm Butler that until right before the game. When if that was the case, Eric Rowe would be practicing with the ones. This is so fucking stupid. And he went on a rant about how Malcolm Butler's a baby based off of a made-up theory. Jesus. And the last one, Malcolm sits because he kneeled, because he was planning on kneeling. (coughs) This one comes from one Lorenzo Thomas that I saw on the YouTube channel 100 Hip Hop and R&B FM, uh, in parentheses, live from the MIA. In this video, he goes on to talk about how no Eagles or Patriots players kneeled during the Super Bowl, in which they were kneeling all season. And Malcolm tried to and was bench. Citing old Billy Bobby, huh? Citing old Bobby Massages and uh, Sun Kisser as Trump supporters, and that that's that's pretty much it. This of course is based on nothing other than Trump supporters don't like kneeling, so they'll bench their best corner because he was kneeling. There's nothing. This is just I don't want to say race baiting. I don't think it's race baiting. But it's 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 trying to make something what it's not completely and totally. So what actually happened? Why was Malcolm actually benched? Well, it was due to him disrespecting Matt Patricia. <coughs> who, as you know, failed Lions coach, Patriots DC, and then became the Patriots OC for some fucking reason. Uh, this comes from one Seth Wickersham. Uh, Seth Wickersham's book, It's Better to Be Feared. In this book, uh, he talks about pretty much the Patriots dynasty and the workings of it. And uh, he lays out an interaction between Matt Patricia and Malcolm Butler. Apparently, Patricia... What the fuck? Apparently, Patricia didn't like Butler's effort on the practice field leading up to the Super Bowl, and uh, let Butler hear it, which led to a shouting match, which led to Belichick taking Patricia's side and then benching Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl. Apparently, in the Patriots' post-Super Bowl party, Malcolm was asked from his teammates about why he was benched, and he simply pointed to the coaches and said, these dudes, these motherfuckers. And then he was off to Tennessee the next year. My opinion, this is why you hear a lot of players talking about how much they hated playing for New England. This is taking the Patriot way way too far. Benching your best corner because of a little tension on the practice field is dumb. Tension happens all the fucking time. And he's your best corner. At the worst, you find him, not bench him in the biggest game. Of the- Are you fucking crazy? Of course, Pat Patriots haven't learned to budge on this 
Patriot Way bullshit. If you believe the reports coming out about Matt Jones looking outside the building for help on the offense. But yeah, that's that's completely fucking ridiculous to me. I know it's the Patriot way. I know it's next man up. I know, I know, I know. But you didn't tell this dude that he was being benched until, the like what, an hour before kickoff? I think the report was. Are you fucking kidding me? Because of a little tension on the practice field? Like I said, tension happens all the time between coaches, between players, between players and coaches. All the time on a practice field. What are we doing? And I don't want to say that lost them the game. But the Eagles offense ran all over that Patriots defense. Then again, the Patriots ran all over the Eagles defense until like, I think Nigel Bradham was the one who got to Brady to seal the game. Whatever. But yeah, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. The Patriot way being taken too far. (coughs) And for those of you who didn't hear how Malcolm Butler was really benched, There you go. He was benched because he had a fight with Patricia and Belichick is so snobby with the Patriot way bullshit. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week. I'm not entirely sure what I will do next week, but I will do something next week because you'll see me next week. And I will try my best to get a video form next week out, record on Tuesdays, post it on Tuesdays, and then post the video to it on Wednesdays. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm excited to do that. Uh, Might not be face cam, but I'll I'll figure something out. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Again, rate the show if you like the show. Email me at oldjackieboy61021 at gmail.com. Oldjackieboy1021 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, jjester615. Follow me on TikTok, Sports. Continuing to grow. Posting a little less because of the algorithm, but continuing to grow. Love each and every single one of you. And I will see y'all next week for another chapter in our little book of sports tales. Have a good week.